for the grace you have accorded unto us to come before you and to stand in your presence. Father, we appreciate you, God, for the gift of life you have given to us. We do not take it for granted. We know that it's by you and it's in you we live, we move, and we have our being. Father, we thank you for your protection over the night, watching over our children, watching over our home, and watching over us. We are thankful, O oh God, that you made our lives to be precious in your sight. And as we come before you this morning, we release ourselves. Lord, we stand in your presence. We ask, O oh God, that you will touch us. Lord, that you will bless us with your presence. We ask for your leading. We ask for your direction. We ask, O oh God, that you be the light on our path. That as we move out today, O oh God, you will be the essence of our movement. You will direct our path. You will lead us in the way we should go. And as we are here this morning, giving you the sacrifice of ourselves, we pray that your blessing will be upon us. In the name and the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the people of God say, Amen. Hallelujah. Yesterday it's our Wednesday, it's our welfare Wednesday. What do we have today? We want to encourage ourselves about how to care for ourselves, how to look for look after ourselves. Let's read from the book of Hebrews, chapter number 13, from verse 1 to 3. Hebrews 13 and 1 to 3. It says, let brotherly love continue. Do not be forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember them that are in bonds, as bound with them, and them which suffer adversity, as being yourself also in the body. There are a few instructions in this place for us to follow. It's talking about brotherly love. Well, maybe you will say brotherly. Why not sisterly? Well, it's the same. <laughs> we are brethren. Brotherly love. Let brotherly love continue. So it talks about brotherly love. It talks about entertaining strangers. It talks about remembering those in prison. It talks about remembering those who suffer adversity. If you are here yesterday, we prayed for three countries. We prayed for Syria, we prayed for Nigeria, we prayed for Turkey. So it's part of remembering those who suffer adversity as another uh, earthquake uh, was in Syria and Turkey again this week after the uh, two earthquakes two weeks or three weeks ago. So we prayed for the country were in adversity. But today, let's look at these things, how we can be better Christians and how we can, uh, this verse can draw us closer onto the Lord. Uh, so let's look at the word, be not forgetful to entertain strangers. What does this mean? 
It means don't be forgetful to show hospitality. We all know about hospitality, don't we? But this passage has taken hospitality to another level of not showing hospitality to one another, but to strangers. This may be a little uh, challenging for many if we uh, understand the uh, cost of entertaining or showing hospitality to ourselves. How much more showing hospitality to strangers? When we show hospitality to ourselves, we know that perhaps one day when we are also in a challenging situation, they'll be there to help us. It's always good to have to know that somebody have your back. We want to be good. When we heard about good news about someone, we want to visit them. We want to call them up. And let's say it's another negative thing. We want to visit them. We want to be there. We want to show hospitality. We want to give them what we have. You know, when somebody loses uh, a loved one, we want to show that we are there for that person. Whatever the person needs, we want to make sure we give to that person, knowing that it could be our turn another time. But here, it's taking it to another level entirely. It says, don't be forgetful to show hospitality to strangers. Stranger means someone who cannot repay you. It means that you are spending what you have. You are not investing. That is how it seems. It looks like, okay, let's look at the Samaritan. I mean, let's look at the uh, the man that was attacked by robbers, you know, and the priest, you know, saw him half dead, but he passed away. The Levite saw him half dead, he passed away. A Jew saw him, he passed away. But the Samaritan not only stopped by to check on him, but to also, uh, you know, carry him, care for him a little bit, and took him to the hospital and also paid the medical bill. He doesn't know this man. He doesn't know if he's capable of refunding him. But he did it as unto the Lord. So entertaining strangers is another level entirely. But if we have not learned to show hospitality to ourselves, knowing that it's an investment, how can we show hospitality to strangers knowing that it's not an investment? However, it's still an investment. It's only that it's an investment in heaven. It's an investment with God. It's an investment we cannot see. But as human, we are rational beings. We want to invest in things we know can bring dividend or income, right? So showing hospitality to strangers doesn't bring immediate invest doesn't bring immediate return on investment. But it's one of the most powerful weapons as believers. It's one of the most powerful weapons you and I can ever deploy. And if we read that place again, it says, many do not be forgetful to entertain strangers, for many have entertained angels on our wares. Just stop for a moment and think about you, actually, you entertain stranger without knowing that that stranger is an angel. How, I mean, 
What type of investment is that? How can you measure that? But we are rational being. We want to put our money where our mouth is. But that's not the way of God. And this morning, I want us to begin to look at how we can upend, uh, how we can up our hospitality, uh, you know, strength, not only to ourselves, but if we have not learned to show it to ourselves, we can show it to strangers. Because that's another level. It's just like someone struggling to give God money. David said, I will not come to the house of the Lord in vain. But many people, it doesn't mean anything to them. Let's say you go into a place. I used to, uh, somebody used to say that if you enter a place, I mean, you are comfortable. If you are to pay for the chair you're sitting down on, if you are to pay for the time you are you are listening to the preacher, if you are to, I mean, things like that, at least if you quantify it, something should tell you that, oh, let's give something to this man. I mean, to this gathering. If you have ever been to, um, uh, uh, how do I call it now, a festival, some times ago I was at Mardi Gras. Many of us will probably know Mardi Gras at uh, uh, New Orleans. They call it New Orleans, <laughs> strangely. And you will see a lot of entertain entertainers, people who, who just stand and they pretend as if they are stiff for minutes. And people watch them. But the import of it is that they want you to give a coin. Just give something. They put a bowl there. If you have been entertained, please drop something. And some people perform in circles. And some people do some things that you know, just to entertain you. But some people do not see such as entertainment. They just watch. They are amused. They laugh. It makes them happy, but something in them never tells them, please, if you have been appreciated, I mean, if you have been entertained, can you appreciate the person? Drop a coin. The same thing in the American culture, even though you go to a restaurant and you pay for your food, they expect that you should even tip the person that serves you. That's a strange culture, especially if you are, uh, if you have not, if you don't live in America, you discover that tip is part of your payment uh it's it's more or less compulsory they even give you the percentage of the tip you have to give when you go to a restaurant but some of us who never grew up in america if we go to american restaurant after we have paid for our food we don't expect to give anything else and i understand it's peculiar to american culture if you go to united kingdom i'm not sure if it's the same if you go to some other countries i'm not sure if it's the same so if we grew up in that culture of not appreciating mere entertainers, how can we appreciate people who give something more than entertaining? People who give their lives to provide spiritual leadership uh, direction for us. And that's why it doesn't mean anything to some people after they sit down and they watch a man preach for one hour, you know, uh, and spend his life. And it doesn't you know, even though the man is not asking for it, he doesn't make any, he doesn't uh, mean anything to them to appreciate the man back. Paul says, if we have ministered to you spiritual things, why don't you minister to us material things? 
it's more or less like a no-brainer. But that's not where I'm going. What I'm, I'm relating that with the fact that if you have not learned to show hospitality to people around you, to uh, one another, it's going to be difficult to show hospitality to people we don't know. Oh, how can some people say, okay, give money in order to help people who are devastated by the earthquake in Syria and in Turkey? And you see the advert on your phone, you see it on your laptop, you know, running over and over. But what comes to your mind is that, how shall I give you money? Don't they have government? And it comes from the fact that if we have not learned to appreciate little things and people near us, we will not learn to appreciate people who are far away from us. And one of the things we have to learn as believers is to show hospitality, particularly to people in need. Let me read that passage again. Let brotherly love continue. Do not be forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Now listen to this. Remember them that are in bonds has been bound with them. How many people you know are passing through difficult time that you remember? Not you don't not you just remember them and say, oh, 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 oh. But you remember them that it's as good as you are. How is this person living? How's he how is he paying our house rent? How is she coping with the children? I mean, she's a widow. How uh, what about the affection? What about friendship? Who is she going to talk to? Now, if we do not put ourselves in that situation, we will not be able to show empathy and uh, remember them who are in bonds. And it goes further to say, and them which suffer adversity. How often do we remember those who suffer adversity? But what I am concentrating today on today for you and I is about hospitality. Hospitality is defined as a friendly and generous reception and entertainment. Now, look at those words. Friendly, generous, reception, entertainment of guests, visitors. How wonderful. Do we even know how to entertain straight out, entertain even our friends? Some of us, we don't even know how to entertain our friends, let alone strangers. And we need to learn it. Jesus says, he that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of water, a cup of what cold water, <laughs> even if specified cold water, in the name of a disciple, I say unto you, he will not lose his reward. You know, sometimes we have lost many rewards in our life. Sometimes we are praying God to bless us. But God has provided avenues of blessing us without us asking him. Action speaks louder than voice. Our action can provoke God's blessing to us more than our prayers. And one of the actions is being hospitable. It has a huge reward. Some have entertained strange, I mean, angels without knowing. And we know we see that example in the life of a man called Abraham in the Bible. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 8, Abraham entertained the strangers that came to his house. He fell down, he worshiped them. 
He, he, he greeted them warmly. He gave them the best of the calf that he had. He asked his wife, quick, go and kill that fatted calf. Kill it. He didn't even know who they were. But guess what? They were angels. And they were not even angels. One of them was Christ in the flesh, in incarnation. I mean, was Christ in the in incarnation. The Lord. Later on, he recognized them that it is the Lord. Just imagine the person you think, oh, I know him. It's my friend from the other side. You know, he's asking me for things. I am not ready to give it. You don't even know whether God has packaged that as a reward. If you do that, then whatever you're asking from God is so. God is looking for those who works with him on a covenant basis. Being hospitable means not expecting anything back in return. Romans 12.10 says, Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. He said, In honor, prefer one another. In honor, prefer one another. Oh, I got this beautiful gift. Many of us, we have duplicate things at home. And we don't remember. Oh, I think I'll give this to this family. Oh, I think I'm going to invite this family for dinner. Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, because we don't have the money, we won't have the money. And because we won't have the money, we don't have the money. It's a cycle. Romans 12, 3 says, Distributing to the necessity of the saints, given to hospitality. 1 Peter 4, 9 says, Use hospitality one to another without grudging. What am I saying this morning, brothers and sisters? I am provoking us into that art of hospitality, not only for ourselves, but to strangers, but beginning with ourselves. Let's learn to give. Let's learn to remember a family and say, I mean, let me tell you something. When I was growing up, my mother, uh, we were not very you know, rich, but we were better off than most people. I remember when my mom bought something, you know, from the market, she will send me to miles and miles. Sometimes she will give me transport fares. Sometimes she will ask me, can you walk there, you know, as a child? I said, oh, no, of course, I'll walk, I'll walk. And I'll walk miles. I'm talking of nothing less than 10 miles. And I'll have to carry the little rice that she bought, the little beans, the gari, and the rest of them. You know, I have to carry it to some other people who are even poorer than us. It has a great reward. In Galatians 6.10, it says, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good to all men, but especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Let me close this morning by, ask, by asking yourself, how can I show hospitality to someone I know that does not need my help? <laughs> I mean, showing up, when you move in the company of the rich people, they don't need one another's help, but they give. They just remember, they say, oh, how are you? I bought this gold from Dubai, and I have another one from Saudi Arabia. I'm thinking probably you can have it, because next time it's going to be your turn. How can I show hospitality to someone I, I know that does not need my help? How can I show hospitality? hospitality to someone I know that needs my help. Charity, they say, begins at home. If you don't learn to show charity at home, you cannot show it outside. What are your reservations? 
Why are you being reserved? Why don't you share what you have? Is it cultural reservation? Is it that mm, I don't want to? I don't want to give so that they won't say what does he have that he thinks is given? Finally, brethren, Matthew twenty-five thirty-five to. 36, I'm not going to read up, but Jesus was talking there. He says, when I was hungry, you did not give me food. When I was thirsty, you did not give me water to drink. When I was uh, when I was naked, you did not give me uh, uh, clothes. And when I, I was destitute, you did not invite me to your house. But I was saying, Lord, when was that? As long as you did not give, do it to that person, you didn't do it to me. Brothers, sisters, let's learn to care for ourselves. I'm also speaking to myself as I'm speaking to all. Let's learn to develop the habit of hospitality. Let's visit. Let's start by visiting one another. And when we visit one another, let's bring something along. Now, if we don't learn to, when we go into someone's house to visit, if we don't learn taking something along as a gift, I learned that when I came, when I used to come to America before I stayed, when they're going to someone, they have to branch out of the supermarket and buy something as a gift. And they just drop it on the counter table. And that's it. It's a culture. Let's learn that. Let's learn to visit ourselves. Even before we visit ourselves, let's learn to call ourselves. And many of you know that I'm very poor in calling people, but I'm trusting God to also give me the grace. Let's learn to visit with gift. Let's learn, can we invite somebody for lunch? I know there are a lot of cultural nuances and restrictions but let's break away from this. Let's start today. Let's show hospitality to someone. Let's show someone we care. Let's ask questions. Let's ask about their family. Let's start from our immediate family. If you're married, start with your spouse. Start with your children. Start with your parent. If you have parents, you don't show hospitality to. If you have your immediate family, you don't show hospitality to. It's going to be difficult in retrospect and spiritually to be able to show it. Hospitality is one of the greatest weapon and greatest tool a believer can have. I pray this morning that the Lord will help us, that the Lord will give you that spirit, that spirit that is uh, adept with uh, wanting to show love through giving. For God so loved the world he gave. If we so love ourselves, let us give. When we learn to give to ourselves, we learn to give to others. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord be with you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you in Jesus' name. I'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Remember, tomorrow is going to be Thursday. It's our Thanksgiving Thursday. We want to give thanks to God for all he has done for us. Praise Jesus. Father, we thank you for this time. Father, we ask that you grant us the grace to be able to do this thing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Shalom.